Welcome back to Freeman and Friends. As your Saints go triumphant and beat the center point Storm, Storm and Pointers. They go into the dog pound. The Pointers came out pointy early, just like Garrett predicted. But the Saints outlast them. What are some of your takes on tonight's game? I thought we played pretty physical tonight. Um, not a lot of... Uh, we, we weren't really too rusty, I didn't think. I mean, we were a little bit at the beginning, but we shook it off. They, they came ready to play. And uh, I don't know. I think overall we had a good game. We talked to Brad Lemker, Joseph's dad. Uh, Joseph actually was the, player, the General Mills player of the game every single game last year. Kind of a world-renowned player. Um, we talked to his dad, Bradley, before the game. And uh, we were kind of comparing this game to the Mount Vernon game that we lost last year. And he said the difference between this and the Mount Vernon game is the thing mounted on the left of the backboard. Talking about the shot clock. And I think that helped us out tonight. Yeah, I believe that shot clock is going to help keep the game more fast-paced throughout the year. So a team like Mount Vernon, who can't shoot the ball, can stick around. Some call it our sixth player on the court. I thought the boys played pretty well tonight as well. Uh, threes were not going down as well as I thought they were going to be. Saw Tyler, played pretty well. Got some boards, playing pretty physical. But, you know, he's telling me he can dunk. Not seeing any dunks in the first game. Could have had some on the putbacks, but... I mean, if he can dunk so well, how do you lose the tip? Yeah. 0 for 1 on the tip when the guy's about 6-1. Like, uh, he was about uh, Grubby's height. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was like 5, five foot 7, maybe, actually. It, I don't know what he was, but... I mean, come on, Tyler. Losing the tip, that really just starts off the game, starts off the season on a poor note. That's a tone setter. You win that tip, you mean business. During warm-ups, though, we saw Coach G sweet-talking one of their players. We didn't know who it was, but Coach G, I, I, I don't know what he was saying to him, but they both seemed to be having a good time talking. So I don't know if that helped the game or not, but just thought I'd put that in there. I think yeah. that's classic Coach G kind of shoot his shit with one of the better good players on the other team. Kind of, oh, what kind of offense you guys run? We don't really know how to play basketball. Then the guy starts feeling bad and starts giving away the secrets of the team. You know, I was very disappointed at the beginning of the game. You no, know, we're doing the national anthem. I look over at the CPU cheerleaders. They're talking. They're they're nudging each other, laughing. Like we're doing the pledge or the national anthem. Yeah, that's a really funny yeah. time. Funny time to be laughing and joking around. Yeah. Uh, one thing that was surprising, I thought that uh, Michael Lorraine Cunningham was going to get the start today. He didn't, but he comes in uh, for Tyler after three minutes in the game. Today was a big day for Lorraine. It was actually Lorraine Day, December 1st. Mark it on your calendars, folks. Lorraine Day. Do something Lorraine would do. Tip a waitress maybe a quarter if you go out to eat on Lorraine Day. Flick a kid in the nose. Do something. Oh, yeah. If you see any gingers, hit them on the back of the head and say, Lorraine made you do it. Just do something disrespectful and then go, Lorraine. That's a Lorraine thing to do. All right, uh, the Dewey Dinosaur play of the game saw Tyler laying on one of the CPU kids, nudging him in the head. Thought that was pretty uncalled for. Yeah, uh, pretty uncalled for, but we liked it. Um, after Lorraine comes in, we saw number two knock down a three in Grubby's face, but number two quickly learned that he ain't going to shoot in Lorraine's face. He quickly learned that. Oh, yeah, Lorraine really started jabbing him. He says, you don't know how to play basketball, but I don't either. I'm a football guy, as he pushes him to the ground. Yep. Yeah, before the game, uh, Grubby Sindel was talking to me. He was saying that number two, he loved his little faders, and Tom was just questioning why 
coach uh, coach was uh, putting Thomas on him when he was about a foot shorter than him. But then when they got Michael in, I think Michael really helped uh, shut him down. Yeah, Michael ain't, ain't going to take that stuff. That's creepy Caden if you couldn't understand. Yep. He appeared on some of the podcasts last year. You got anything new, creepy Caden? Um, I think we just got to keep our level heads in the third quarter. I think uh, some of the calls weren't going our way that quarter, but we just can't get frustrated. We just got to keep playing. Yeah, I agree, Creepy Caden. Um, the I would say in the first half, though, uh, I, I wrote in my notes, these pointers came to play. They sink jumpers like it's their day job. I think that's just a classic. You're going to get that when you play a team from the Walmack. They're going to come out, play some hard-nosed defense in the beginning, but once you start breaking breaking the rock, it's going to keep breaking into little pebbles. We got to play, if I'm not mistaken, Davis, we got to play two Walmack teams in one week. Is that true? Um, yes, Williamsburg, and then we got Mount Vernon later in the year. Williamsburg is supposed to be way better than those guys, though. At yeah. Co. At Co. Co. It's at a neutral location. Um, uh, another crazy thing is that Lorraine had a bucket in the first game. Nobody saw that coming. I mean, he didn't actually have a single bucket last year. He did put points on the stat book, but he did not have a bucket, if I'm the, not mistaken. The odds of that happening in the first game. Uh, Brucey's books actually had it at plus 1,500. So if you threw a $100 bet down at Brucey's, <laughs> you would have got a $1,500 pay. Yeah, Vegas was pissed about that one. Um, yeah, I, I think the one thing that did hurt us, though, I talked earlier about the Shotcock being our sixth man on the floor. Um, I thought the Shotcock actually kind of hurt us, though, in the first quarter because I think we started playing a little bit too fast. We, started to, we saw the numbers up there counting down kind of like it was a bomb about to go off. Like, all right, we can slow down, guys. I mean, we don't want to get a yeah. shot clock violation, but I, I think it was scaring us, and uh, we we finally settled in and, and weren't so scared of the shot yeah. clock. I think we I think we were forcing some shots because of it. I mean, they saw the shot clock, thought they had to shoot right away. Well, I think there's two things with it. First of all, Grubby's afraid of times. He's afraid of clocks, other just watches, things like that where the time counts down. But then also, Mojo Lemker's a big numbers guy. He's going to look at the numbers, keep adding up the numbers on the top. He doesn't really know how to just keep going and not focus about that and just play basketball. You know who knows how to not focus on the numbers? Joe Bean. Joe Bean (laughs) never focuses on the numbers. But yes, Joseph Lemker, he's got a mind of arithmetic. He can't let it go. Even Joseph's brother passed Calc three without even taking Calc two in college. That just speaks to what kind of mathematicians the Lemker family has to offer. (laughs) Yes, and I believe they get that from their father. Yeah. uh, I I don't know. Uh, Um, I think that the Saints, we really started to heat up going into the second quarter. I think that's when we started to settle in. We had a couple runs. Joseph started making shots. Uh, Yamo made a few, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's when we really started to settle in, get comfortable. I think we need to save some of those Joseph three-pointers for a rainy day. We started hitting them when we were already up by a decent amount. We need to save those for when we're playing Linmar or Williamsburg. I just want to say something here. Um, you know, here at Freeman Friends, we love to, you know, give some shit to Tyler. We like to give him a hard time yeah. and stuff. But I'm going to put this out there. You know, why are we treating Tyler like his hands are magnets and the ball is metal? Just because he's tall doesn't mean you can just throw the ball and he's just automatically going to get it. He, you just, you, anybody just, oh, oh, I got the ball. I don't, nobody's open. I'm just going to throw a bad pass to Tyler. And then kind of just act like he should have caught it. Like, all right, he's tall, but like he, he, he's not a miracle worker. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this at Grubby and Joseph mainly. I, I thought we were just panicking and we're just poopsieing it up to Tyler and then we're just surprised when they just deflect it. Like, it, wh- what are we doing? Yeah, uh, talk about Tyler. 
at the end of the game, he had that and one, doing a little celebration after on the free throw. Kind of clanked off the back, made a weird sound, somehow went in. He's been talking about working on the free throws over the summer, but... Um, I'm not going to go as far to say that Tyler has the hands of a inflatable at a car dealership, but they treat him like he's got these like sticky stuff like Coach Perkins would put on his hands where he can just catch anything within a five-foot vicinity. It ain't that way, boys. kind of feel like they're doing the same thing with Jace. They're kind of just like tossing it up to him. Like, Which I don't even know why they're giving him the ball. <laughs> he should just be sending screens. But the thing about Borch is... He, he kind of reminds me of Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. I've only heard him say that one phrase every time I've talked to him. My name, Borch. Yeah, speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, in the first half, we couldn't guard shit. Yeah. And I think that also carried into when they got hot in the second half. But I, I think we cleaned it up. Obviously, we won the game, so it wasn't that bad. Uh, but we do notice some kind of bonehead moves from Joseph. Joseph throws the ball out of bounds. God only knows who it was intended for Awful but it bad. ends it ends up in the hands of their cheerleading coach who had a ponytail yeah we also, don't know how long he's been growing that ponytail out or why he is but i think he's a local painter in the urbana area their cheerleader squad was a little different they had a they had three guys on the cheerleading team. three gentlemen three seemed, gentlemen seemed to be distracting some of our players so. yeah joe bean was uh saw joe bean talking to one of them after the game so well, i don't know what that was about well it was distracting tyler at at halftime when he was supposed to be in there getting the game plan down he was going in there collecting snapchats yeah flirting with the boys from the cheerleading we, we don't squad. know if it was that but we just know that they had a pretty strong friendship assuming he was flirting the way he was i could see it the way he was looking at him is a little flirtatious <laughs> all right we're gonna lay off tyler because we have a I, I do have to give Tyler some props. Yesterday at school, um, a, a Xavier student, Eddie Biku, was trying to get something up on the locker. He couldn't reach it. He was jumping up there trying to see, trying to see. Biku, Tyler, Tyler! Tyler. <laughs> Luckily, Tyler was walking by and being the tall, young gentleman he is, he reaches over and grabs uh, whatever Eddie needed up the top of the locker. You know, I you saw this. I said, you know what? I'm going to write that down. I'm going to give Tyler some props for doing that. You love seeing the basketball boys helping out the guys in school. It's yeah. just awesome to see. And then Eddie, Eddie just goes, you're a real one, Tyler. Dapped him up after. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Grubby was uh, quite the hustle player tonight, and hustle plays pay off. Grubby gets a seal, fast break, finishes with the layups. See, layups, they seem like they're the easiest shot in basketball, for, but for a guy like Grubby, they're not always gimmies. He's known to miss a few layups in his day. I mean, there's been times where Grubby, he, those guys are a lot taller than him. He shoots a layup up, it just straight up hits the the opponent in the face. Knocks a couple teeth out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I will say about Joseph is uh, we saw Joseph really heat up. He heated up kind of like a hot pocket in the last uh, quarter. Oh, yeah. Started draining three after three after three. And now, Joseph, that's great, right? We had a, probably a 17-point lead at one point, and that's great. But I'm going to say this. Joseph, loud and clear, you only get so many threes in a season. Let's not waste them all in one game. Yeah, I saw him go back-to-back possessions, corner three, same spot. I mean, you've seen it all too well. You saw it with the Phillies this year in the World Series. They win in a game where they hit 13 home runs. You only get so many home runs in a series, Phillies. They ran out of them, and the Astros took the win. So, Joseph, you only get so many threes in a season. Let's not waste them. Joseph was kind of just like the hot pocket where you take it out. And you feel the outside's hot, and then you take a bite into it, and it was a little cold. So you decide, all right, I need to put it back in and heat it more. And that was Joseph in the second half. It was a fully cooked hot pocket in the second half. But then sometimes you cook a hot pocket, 
and you think, man, this thing's nice and warm, and then you eat it, or you take a bite of it, and the, and the, the middle of it is, like, nuclear hot, and it just burns your mouth. And they're like, man, I wish I didn't get it that hot. Or use so all Joseph the threes. got a little bit too hot, and he might be using all his threes. I mean, I'm not saying maybe he's got enough in the bank, but you know what? Threes are kind of like poker chips. They're fun to deal out until, oh, it's the end of the game, and I don't got none left. You know, I was hoping to see a little more activity coming from the bench. Saw Luke Frost and uh, Noah Gay, you know, getting hype on the sideline, but and not see it. And Ellington. And then, yeah, but not seeing guys like Monty, Caleb Wilgenbush. You know, just because Caleb yeah. Wilgenbush is getting moved up doesn't mean you can just be the cool guy on the yeah, bench. Yeah, that doesn't mean you're the big man on yeah. campus. Still got to help out the team, like, somehow. I will say, Yamo had a couple good shots tonight. I think he's banking some of those up for Williamsburg. He's been hyping up Williamsburg. I, I expect a big game out of Yamo up in Waverly and then at Co. I agree. But... Brings me to the next award. The Gavin Gales cheese ball of the game goes to Ellington. Ellington had a good game cheering on his guys. Hitting Tyler on the ass. It was just nice to see. A guy like Ellington who's been sidelined because of injury. And Coach Freeman's trying to hurry him back to get him on the court. But he's just like, Ellington, you need to heal. Yeah, um, I think that Ellington. I thought that he he showed a lot of uh, a lot of good qualities tonight, and uh, you know it's nice to see him play uh, alongside one of the assistant coaches, which is also his cousin, Coach Jones. Uh, you just like to see the connection between Ellington and Lorraine. They're kind of like brothers. They're gonna give each other a hard time, but at the end of the day, they love each other. You're gonna see Ellington give Lorraine some Eskimo kisses. I but, did see a little Eskimo kiss going into the locker room at halftime. And, and boys, little... as sweet as that is, let's save that for the locker room. I, I mean, your fans don't want to see that stuff. <laughs> Lorraine's kind of a hot topic. Today's Lorraine Day. You never know when Scott Sable's around the corner video and that ends up on the 10 o'clock news. It was right? also right in front of the CPU guy trainers. All right, Gary, you need to lay off that. But, yeah. And then also a new award coming alongside the Gavin Gale's cheese ball of the game is also Grubby's Grinder. And usually I want to try and give it to somebody that ain't grubby, but he was freaking grinding tonight. He, he was playing physical all night, getting boards, being feisty. He was getting grubby on the court. He was, he was the ball. rolling around, biting ankles, taking names. If, if there's a basketball game going on and you can't find grubby, he's probably on the ground. Yeah. He loves being on the ground. We don't getting on all why. fours. Got, getting a couple getting of, on the knees. Couple getting on all balls. fours. We're carrying a few awards, though, into this year. We got the General Mills player of the game. Goes to none other than Joseph Lemker. Mojo. I mean, I, I didn't know who it was going to be. And then I see Joseph hitting all those shots. I'm like, yeah. Joseph's the General Mills player of the game. So I think it is. I like, I'd like to see this through progression through the next couple games. We see Joe Bean scoring all three levels. He can do it. He's great at it. But we need him to dish the ball out to your Josephs and Michaels if they're at the three-point line. All right, and now for your guys' favorite segment. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. Hit the road, Dahmer. And don't you come back till you get another person to eat. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, I don't know what you meant by that, but the tonight's hit the road Jack player of the game is none other than Dom. 
Dom D'Amico, yeah. You know what, Dom? You got some minutes tonight. The Freeman Friends crew's rooting for you. Probably, but you know what? Let's let's show drop some the emotion. let's drop the attitude. Let's show some emotion. You don't have to be I, Johnny. Not, you don't he, have to be Johnny Cool Guy out there. He was being a little selfish at the end of the third quarter. I think it was For like thirty seconds left. Coach was yelling, "Save for the last shot." See Dom just chuck up a three. Just a little selfish. Like like fifteen seconds left. Just chucking up. A I three. understand you got to prove yourself, but this team it ain't about you. You know what, Dom? You gotta it's check. about everybody but you. You gotta check yourself team. before you wreck yourself, son. Yeah. I've been around this game a time or two. This is my second second year as a journalist in this game, and I think I know a thing or two. So, you know what? If you don't want to listen to me, so be it. Hit the road. A- enjoy those nice cushioned chairs, then. I think you really gotta just... You, you, when you're out on the court, you're with your buddies. You gotta show some emotion. You got guys. Have fun. You have got, fun. You That's got guys like Frosty... Borch, Ellington. Ellington. I mean, Frosty gets in there at the end for like what two minutes, and you just having a Play, ball, playing his heart out. I mean, look at Frosty; he just undergo two knee surgeries last week. He's already back out. Yeah, you know what? Lucas Oskar also got a knee surgery. They had to use part of his hamstring. Frosty actually, his hamstring wasn't something wasn't right with it. They couldn't use it, so they had to use a piece of celery to get in there. Yeah, I, I think it's just it, it's a good win to build off of. See a little adversity in the beginning. But that ain't the team that we're going to be seeing at the end of the year at the well. We need, a, we need to be linear, getting better, every game, stay up high. Did see Monty get in the game, though. That was pretty nice to see. It was also- Monty, Noah J, Luke. Who? Noah Gay? Yeah, Noah Gay was in, yep. Uh, it was also great to see number 24 for CPU get out on the court, you know. That's why we do it. That's why we play the game. That That's is what the about. game's all about. Letting them score, that was pretty. Nice. That was a nice moment. That shows that, that our coaching good. staff's got a heart. Because it's easy to pat the stat book, but you know what? It means more that that kid got to score. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody.